Top Shelf Fantasy. Well, we are all in person. Whoop. And we all got so overzealous that we were in person. We all cracked our beers, so we missed the crack at the beginning. Sorry about that. Um, Just very, very excited. We were all excited to sit down in person, have our beers. I'm drinking a cloud candy. I think Scotty's also. I'm drinking also the drinking same. a cloud candy from Mighty Squirrel Brewing Company. Yeah. I got a DDH Pulp Daddy. I got a GG Vibes. Was oh, that bro. from Gilmore Greater Good? So oh, we get nice. we have two Greater Goods and two Mighty Squirrels. Yep. Very good. Heck yeah. All right. Um, Glad to be back. It's good to be in person. It's yeah. been what? I want to say close to two months in person. Something like that. Yeah. It's I been mean, a while. It has it's been a while. It's been a while. Soon to be. Nailed it. <laughs> in person with my See, friends. We, we, I, don't, we don't have this kind of good like singing and stuff like via Zoom. We're kind of more serious, I think. This is. Well, I love this. It's, it's <laughs> more. It's more or less like. Oh, I, I don't want to trip over your words. Right. Yeah. Like, when are you talking? Okay. I'll, it's I'll like wait. a five minutes of just like, just nothing. Uh, wait, okay. Were you to say something? It's gonna be so much easier. I to agree. Cut Craig off in person. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, because I mean, we stopped. I wouldn't be able to get in where it ended. And Craig is getting up and he's leaving. <laughs> we really should have at oh, some point oh, muted yeah. somebody oh, on yeah. Zoom. <laughs> and they have no idea. Oh, fuck it. Um, all right. Well, we're Top Shelf Fantasy Podcast 137. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Um, wow, it's been a while since I've done this. Our website, topshelffantasy.com. You can head over there as well. Um Winners and losers. Winners and losers. So we're going through the draft, um, kind of talking about all the uh, all the picks that teams have made, who won, who lost on those teams, um, and then we have some news. So I'll run through the news real quick. So Carryon Johnson got cut, and the Eagles decided to claim I don't know their sixth running back, seventh running back on the team. I'm not exactly weird waiver. Yeah, pick six stupid pick. weird pickup. Stupid, stupid idiots. Uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, clear. I don't even know where this stands anymore, but he doesn't want to be in Green Bay, and he wants to stay the host of uh, is it, is Jeopardy, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think the latest thing is the Packers offered him a long-term deal. There's been no word of he's said yes or no yet. I mean, if he says no to that, I think the biggest thing was, you know, he, he wanted a long-term deal. They didn't give it to him. They traded away everyone that he liked. So if he says no to that, I think he's completely out of Green Bay. Yeah, and they brought in Blake Bortles, which is weird, but that would make it seem like either he's going to play while Jordan Love continues to grow and learn, or Jordan Love's going to be the quarterback if Aaron Rodgers doesn't move up. Why are you going to bring in three quarterbacks? But if that's the case, humongous hit to everybody in the offense, maybe minus Aaron Jones. I think we talked about that a little bit. But wide receivers with Jordan Love, RIP. Yeah, it's a, even Devontae Adams is like, I don't know what I'd do if Rodgers leaves. I might you know, demand a trade. I'm like, oh, that would just... Yeah, he did say he'd have to give me all the Lazard then. And Jordan Love to like, Lazard, let's go. I do not like that. That's the sentiment, and that's the the way that players are approaching the NFL now. Like, oh, if my quarterback leaves, like I'm also gonna leave. It's like, becoming the NBA. It's like, the NBA. Yeah, just Everybody, say where yeah, you want right. to go, which is bullshit. I but. don't, I don't care for that. But you know, players have rights, and we have to abide by Especially that. Especially Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Assholes. Aaron Rodgers stinks. <laughs> You're a bummer. I. Yeah, I just don't like Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim Tebow signs with the Jaguars. As a tight end. Yeah, weird. Again. You know what's funny is he's going to be on a lot of people's fantasy teams next year. Pe- Somebody's gonna people have already seen on I Twitter just... $40 bids oh, yeah. of their $100 fab budget for the year, $40 on Tim Tebow. I've seen like fifth round like startup leagues like 
Tim like, Tebow. I'm he, pretty sure he's there to just help Lawrence learn some of the playbook during preseason, and that's that. The problem oh, is that yeah, he yeah. could let the, let the Jags bring in the guy who had no NFL career to teach the future. He could, well, I mean, he, he, could was, easily, he was Urban Meyer's quarterback. No, he could easily be the best, Their best tight friends. end on that team, though. That's easily true. You show up. That, is, that is true. I mean, that's he true. is still like 250 or something like that. So. Oh, I mean, he, Do they when he was have a quarterback, he there? Been, I don't even know if And a rookie. They had O'Shaughnessy, and then there's another guy that kept getting hurt that was like a rookie two Josh years Oliver's ago. Josh Oliver's gone. I thought they had Oh, he's gone. Yeah. Okay. Which is did, they, did they have Eifert last year? Eifert, they, they did, yeah. They did they have Eifert, yeah. I can't wait to see what he goes for in our in our Dynasty League. Tim Tebow? Yeah, Doesn't Jeff still own him? I think Jeff still has him on his team. Oh, boy. Tim Tebow? Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. I missed this. All right. Sorry. Uh Kelvin Benjamin finally yes. returning to the position he should have been he at. Should have been yes, tight as end. a tight end for the Giants. <laughs> I hope he lands on a team so that they can say what his weight is. So they're gonna weigh okay. him and they're gonna go, oh shit, over He's under, actually an offensive lineman, not oh, a tight end. Over under two thirty. Oh, over, over two thirty. Yeah, I was gonna he say over say under two eighty. He, yeah. He's a thick bitch. He's gonna be pushing three hundred. <laughs> um. Deshaun. What's Eddie Lacy up to? I was just going to say uh, him and Eddie Lacy yeah, are friends. Hanging out with Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> uh, Deshaun Hamilton uh, tore his ACL. So, and the only reason we bring it up, he was supposed to be traded from Denver. Um, so, he tears his ACL. So, that yeah, happens. That's, that's a huge blow for Denver and for him. It's a blow for Denver, but it's also probably a bump for Judy and uh, Cortland Sutton. Well, he that's wasn't Hamler, Hamler I, mean, I think, is a big one. So, they ran Hamler the same. Yeah, so, Hamilton was either going to be cut or traded yeah. regardless. Like, he yeah. wasn't going to be on the team, um, which kind of sucks. Like You wish he got cut before that because I think he's a yeah. decently talented guy where he could land on like the Lions and be now, possibly the the one there. Didn't right. It happened to an offensive lineman, right? He tore his ACL or his Achilles, actually, but same thing. He's injured in a non-team sanction. Yeah, so he might lose he, a 20 million. Yeah, and Deshaun yeah. Hamill is not getting paid that much, but yeah, it was um, it was it was an offensive lineman. I can't remember. It was a Denver guy, I think. Yeah, um, another Denver guy. But yeah, he, we were just yeah. talking about this so offensive lineman. Two Denver guys with bar torn ACL. Right. Yeah, he was yeah. working outside of the practice facility, and then the NFL sent a whole memo to everyone like, "We're not going to pay you if you get hurt outside the facility." Juwan James. Juwan James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the NFL schedule got released. Um, and I'll bring this up now. I, I guess it's not in the docket. So it is 18-week season. They're going 14-week buys. We've kind of been talking about what we're going to do. Uh, but looking at the schedule, Pats versus Bucks in weeks four. So as Pats fans, that should be interesting for us. You guys want to go to the game? The See ch- ticket prices? Here's, the the yeah, cheapest tickets. Like I can one, pay for it like, in my Ethereum. I'm already going. <laughs> I'm already locked in, yeah. Uh, 1400 bucks week, for the cheapest week, seat. Week four, though. So is it Cam? Or is it Matt by Jones? week by week four? That's I think that's I think early. But Cam. we made this we made this bet last oh, year with uh, Tua and we did this with Tua. I think this is Cam though. I think I think the, the incumbent think will still have a week too. four. I don't think Belichick even going if they're zero three. I think they're they're doing Cam. Like the, it would have to take something like drastic in the preseason for for Mac Jones to start against Tampa Bay week four because Belichick's not going to have. Uh, 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 a one-time starter, his first game against Tampa. That against defense that is still defense, really good. That poor and, guy. And I don't think Belichick's even really a guy that will do a midseason swap. He seems like a guy that will sit Mac Jones for a full year and say, like, read, hold the clipboard, learn the plays. It's, it's, everybody always talks about New England's offense is super hard to learn. I don't know that Mac Jones even steps on the field this year as a starter, maybe in garbage time for some reps. But I mean, there's also injuries, too. That, that, right. that, of course, is... Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, barring all of the extraneous things, if it's... Cam Newton's healthy. I think Cam Newton's a quarterback. I agree. All right. Our last bit of news. Yes, it's possibly our, the our most huge. important. Our, our fantasy god gets more godly. 
fully vaccinated, <laughs> making him better yeah, and um, more invincible than everyone else. Yeah, so I'm now fully vaccinated. This is Scott here. Um, I don't have to wear a mask in most places. I didn't actually read it. I just saw it in most places. I'm like, I... Inside, outside. CDC says you're good. Let's I mean, go. but still, independent business can do what they want. Sure, 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 sure. Um, but I mean, I don't want to carry my card around. The card is, doesn't fit in your wallet. You... It's an annoying piece of paper if like this big asked to it's see so your annoying. card they have violated every hipaa rule that's ever existed <laughs> well <laughs> so on your way sir we're, we're not getting into it but you know yeah. but i'm better than everyone else so far well, I mean, until well, they get it that was that is known khaleesi <laughs> all right let's, let's let's get into the i've been rewatching game of thrones uh, <laughs> i i, I want to rewatch it but i i canceled it. my hbo subscription and i'm like ah, I don't i'll give you i'll give you my login off air. <laughs> all right there you go <laughs> you don't want to give it to the shelfies could you you've imagine had, give it now you've had 600 new logins to your account <laughs> I wish we had 600 listeners. You had the callback. To you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, like, yeah. I'd just be happy. Follow no us, you get free HBO. Yeah, if anybody starts to follow us and tweet at us on Instagram and, uh, sorry, tweet at us on Twitter and follow us on Instagram, we're going to get a call I will from give HBO. you my HBO Max account. I'll tell you what. If, yeah, if HBO is going to get pissed, though. Yeah, <laughs> but if, HB, if, if HBO knows, if then that means we're doing something right. If we're on HBO's radar... I'm happy. Bad, I love Bad it. press. I love is good it. Press. If we get a cease and desist from HBO Max, I would be just here's, beaming ear to ear. We, here's we our one. Here's, here's our bargaining chip. Just uh, just sign us. <laughs> you need a fantasy football podcast? They're like, no, we don't do that. We're like, just give us one though. Just, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna keep giving out the login, um, <laughs> and I'll create a new fake account tomorrow. All right. I have no limit of names. <laughs> Draft winners oh, and losers. Did, uh, winners and losers. It just brings me back to. The office. All right, let's start. With, let's start <laughs> yeah, that's with, what I was thinking. <laughs> Michael's paper company. That's one of them. More paper. <laughs> Michael. That's. Uh, all right, Arizona Cardinals. They draft Rondell Moore. Great pick. And more importantly, they didn't draft a running back. And they didn't draft a running. Back. Yeah. So, so the biggest winner. I, well, yeah. So the the biggest winners. winners that we have here is Chase Edmonds and James Conner. We thought that they were uh, a candidate to draft the guy, and the loser we have is Christian Kirk. They still have Eno Benjamin on this roster as well. Correct. They so, do, yeah. So they might trust him more than we think. I mean, I thought they'd pick around five running back at least. Yeah. I mean, you're also talking about an offense that didn't really run. Well, I shouldn't say that. I would anticipate that they're not going to run the ball as much as they did. They didn't have very good success running the ball last year. Yeah, so I'm sure the, they're looking the at James Conner and be like, well, if James Conner gets hurt, like, no. And prior like to the running game sucked like, anyway. Yeah, kind of like last year, like Drake <laughs> – Missed time, got hurt. So, and prior to the Connor signing, I had them as a not so surprise. I wouldn't have been so surprised if they signed Etienne at uh, what they pick 15, 16. Yeah, so that obviously fell apart as soon as they picked Connor. I was like, that's probably less likely, but still, huge bump for these guys. They're probably legitimate 1A, 1Bs. Who knows who's going to be the A, who A and B? Connor could really just be a goal line guy. I, I know you mentioned, um, yeah, Chase has one carry in the five in the five yard line, um, his entire career. Mm-hmm. So maybe Connor just never sets on the field and just punch it in, like Garrett Blunt yeah. style. Plot like Todd Gurley. Yeah, Blunt, it's fine. Sure. Don't like that I'm paying him forty eight bucks a year to do that, but <laughs> <laughs> it, it, could, it could be worse. Um, it could be Todd Gurley. Could be twenty eight oh, and not be on a team. Also Todd Gurley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're gonna have Sony Michelle. Oh wait. Uh, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, so they drafted Kyle Pitts. I'll mention his name. Uh, Frank Darby. Oh, oh you talking uh, about Darby? Uh, yeah, Frank Darby boy. Uh, so Kyle Pitts, the tight end, uh, Frank Darby, wide receiver. 
So again, another team that I think you know we had Mike Davis and Matt Ryan pegged as winners, and the losers Hayden Hurst. I mean that feels pretty obvious. Uh, but another team that I think we thought would have drafted a running back. So this is positive for Mike Davis. It's positive for yeah. Mike Davis, and I'll, and I'll give you another name. Oh, boy. Oh, cool. Oh, is, right. Wait, no, hold on. Let me let me ask you before you say the name. Is he on your dynasty team? He is on my dynasty yeah, team. Yeah, that's what I thought. If you say Quadri <laughs> He had Allison, one carry last year. <laughs> I'm throwing you out the screen window. It's Quadri Allison. Greg, it's so awesome. 6'1", 230 pounds. Arthur Smith type running back. Oh, my God. He's Adrian Peterson. No, I'm telling <laughs> he's you. He's a big dude. I mean, I mean, I mean, useless, I mean, dude. He's not going to be useless. Mike Davis, I think, is, is the unless, biggest unless winner. They, unless they were going to bring in Todd Gurley, there's no way that Arthur Smith is not going to I think they're run the Todd, ball a lot. I think they're bringing Todd Gurley back. I mean, that I, I can see. I can no, see that. I don't know happen. why either, but Quadrell is not the answer, even if he doesn't. I would pick up any number of bombs. I think they still have Ito Smith. I mean, they, they, they have they Brian Hill and Ito they Smith. Do not, no, no, they have neither. Brian Hill's gone. Oh, so both. They've dropped Ito, Ito Smith okay. and Brian Hill just signed somewhere else. I forget who the rookie Smart. they got um, undrafted. <laughs> running back but i mean there's I, two yeah there's I, two of them it's javian hawkins, hawkins and it. then there's another one from like a d3 school. brian hill signed on the uh, titans yep mm-hmm. um so i just and i i so i mean mike davis is is probably obviously a, a winner but matt ryan had some of his best years uh as well when uh austin hooper you know was on that team for yeah. what was it the the one year the two years or whatever i mean matt ryan had a really really good season two, that two, year two or three yeah and then i mean you date back to touring and Zealous years, like with Roddy White and Julio, like that team was just dynamic, right? And you bring in Kyle Pitts. That's only, an, I mean, I know the Julio rumors him being traded is very likely, which I think that what is it June first? It sucks. I think June first, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think it might be June first, but at the same time, uh, I don't think that they're going to get anything for what Julio is worth. I think he's going to stay on the team. Um, one thing I wanted to note about this too is Arthur Smith has been a career tight end coach. Um, that's what he was before the offensive coordinator for Tennessee. So that is another huge deal on why they brought in Pitts. Love the Pitts pick right there. Yeah, I, I think it's a really good pick for for Atlanta, and obviously Hayden Hurst plummets. And he's only in his he's in his last year of his contract. They didn't pick up his um, fifth year option. So poor guy had Hurst to sit behind gone. Mark Andrews and now Kyle Pitts. And he was drafted before well, him. Like he had he all the chances for him. Yeah. yeah, he was. Yeah. He was the first. Well, you know, he got but he, he got hurt. Yeah. Year one, and quite honestly, another he had the guy whole who, team to himself. Another actually. fringe guy who takes a hit is Russell Cage. I mean, his targets should plummet if you right. have. But if Hula gets treated, like holy shit, like, right back. <laughs> oh, yeah, everything <laughs> yeah. changes then. Yeah, Ola yeah. Mizakis is now viable. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, I, I think really the the whole idea too, winners and losers, guys who are going to make significant bumps in our rankings, and mm-hmm. I think those are those are the guys. Gage is probably still even. He's a, <laughs> he's he's a flex, still he ended up at like a flex play he, last year. He did, yeah. But I mean, that was. Due to Julio kind of being hurt here and there, Calvin Ridley missed a little bit of time. Julio played seven games last year. Yeah, is that it? That's it. Yeah, he's in and out. Um, Somehow Todd Gurley played fourteen. I looked at that stat today. Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was times that he like touched the, last the field six once. games. It was like three point three points. We have spent so much time on the yeah. gross Falcons. Yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> move on. To we're, another, we're going to the, the Ravens. Uh, oh. So they drafted Rashad Bateman um, and uh, <laughs> Tylen Wallace. Ty, uh, Tyrion Lannister. Tyrion uh, Wallace. Tyrion Lannister. Lannister, yeah. Uh, anyway, whatever. He's probably HBO's not relevant. definitely suing us. Yeah. <laughs> please, please. Uh, so, winner Lamar Jackson, I mean, obvious reasons. And loser again, uh, clearly biggest loser is James Brochet. I mean, he was an absolute stud he's for that just, team last year. He's just and, a loser. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no. Period. It was so funny because, like, last year he was probably like, all right, so you have Hollywood, you have Boykin, you have Duvernay. 
Sneed. then, you know, of course, you have Sneed and then Mark Andrews. So Prochet was just mainly a guy you toss on punt returns, kick returns, here and there. And then they, they, they get rid of Sneed and they, they, they draft two wide receivers. They're both, like, even town walls, pick 131. Not a late pick. Like, he's, he's still, like, yeah. I, I just, I mean. It's a big, it's a big, it's the, the biggest hit is Hollywood. And yes. I, and it's going to be really interesting, I think, now to see how does Lamar rebound from this because I mean he's still even though we have him marked as a winner because he gets another receiving option, like he still kind of sucks at throwing the football. Like he's very yeah. inconsistent. I mean, I was going to say he's very inconsistent. He makes the hardest throw you ever saw and then misses the easy one. It's, yeah, it makes they no have sense. given him everything he needs, I think. And this is the year it's all right. Is, is he going to make that step to be? A good passer. He he has all the weapons. He he is Bateman, who's great. Hollywood's still great too. I think if Hollywood on on a different team like the Packers, he'd be, he'd be fucking fantastic. But he's with you know with Lamar, him. who o- overthrows him. There yeah, is right. an argument to be made that Bateman helps Hollywood. I'm not sure. I'm willing. I'm going to be the guy who makes it. No, but yeah. The idea that Bateman agree. takes a little bit of coverage off of him lets him be the guy who just flies the field. He just gets open deep. That's all he's asked to do. That might be better suited to his skill set. I don't know that it happens. Bateman's a big guy. He's not going to fly the field. He is fast, but he's not going to fly the field like Hollywood if he's going to run some more precise routes. I picture him as a very comparable guy to like Corey Davis. And if he can fill that role and give Hollywood the A.J. Brown role where you bomb it here and there. A.J. Brown's obviously far more dynamic than Hollywood, and I'm not trying to make that uh, that comparison. But if he can fill those kind of routes, he could be successful. I don't have high hopes for it. While, just, it's just but it not could consistent. Happen. While I agree with that, that's going to help their NFL team. But the fantasy wise, that that's going to be less targets. Right. Like if, exactly. if those are the routes he's and, running, yeah. he's not going to get. And you're much. exactly right. We're looking at this through a fantasy lens more than yeah, a, a real life NFL. Sucks lens. or Bateman. I love Bateman too. I, I wanted him to land on the, on the Titans, the Packers, but nope. Again, Corey Davis role. I was like Bateman to the Titans would be oh, perfect. I know. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. So he's going to be in wasteland. <laughs> Uh, Buffalo Bills, they didn't draft the running back. They drafted some guy named uh, Marquez Stevenson, so whatever. So anyway. So Marquez uh, Stevenson was drafted at 203. You know who was also drafted at 203? James Prosser. (laughs) (laughs) Was he really? Just just look it up. You had to look it up. Um, So anyway, so Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, that headache is going to continue in 2021. I could have sworn they would have. Drafted like something. I, they brought in Matt Breida. I thought Gainwell yeah. or, or Michael Carter would right. have been right there. I know Javante was was too early, but we heard the the day of the draft. If if Etienne fell in at pick yep. thirty, they were going to take Etienne, and he didn't. And they were like either Etienne or nothing because they let right. Javante just go right past them. Right. Well, and this is this is where again we're looking at it from a draft perspective, right? Like they they still have they brought in Matt Breida, signed Matt Breida. Right, so it's really Zach Moss, Devin Singletary, Matt Breida, and then you still have Todd Gurley, you still have Lev Bell, you still have you know Devontae Hell, Freeman, Devontae Freeman yeah. could sign. Like you still have veteran running backs out there that could sign with this team. For now, Zach Moss and Devin Singletary somehow actually Our win winners. something. Yes, is weird because uh, normally they 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 suck. Uh, <laughs> the Carolina losers. The Carolina Panthers. So this is a little bit more interesting. <clears throat> Terrence Marshall Jr. Uh, pick 59, Chuba Hubbard at pick 126, and uh, She Smith pick pick uh, 204. So Terrence Marshall, wide receiver, Chuba Hubbard, running back, She Smith, wide receiver. Great for Sam Darnold. I think we all have him pegged as as a winner now that he gets another receiving option. Well, that and they didn't draft a 
quarterback. And they, and, were, and they didn't draft yeah. a quarterback, right? I mean, yeah, as soon as he went to the Panthers, he was a winner. And then he became more of a winner when they didn't draft a backup. And then they became even more of a winner when they gave him another weapon and a backup running back and a third weapon in Shai Smith. Like, there are guys all around him. If he does not produce, though, he will quickly become the biggest loser in the league. Well, well, sure, but I, I think that. But from a fantasy I, I perspective, think, I would right. draft him at this point. Right. I mean, I think at this point he's he's playable. I mean, it's the same thing with Dylan Jones. You have all the all the weapons. Right. Show me you got it. Yeah. Mm. So this this discussion though becomes where does Robbie Anderson fit into it? Where does DJ Moore fit into this? Because who's the loser? You can't. I I mean, I don't I don't really know much about Terrence Marshall, but you we. He could take away from DJ Moore or Robbie Anderson, and it could be a one or the other kind of so thing. So Terrace Moore's body type, or sorry, Terrace Marshall's body type comps so directly to Robbie Anderson that it's scary. And me and Scott were kind of talking about this yesterday for a while. Robbie Anderson is 28 years old. He's in his last year of his deal with the Panthers. We don't know that he stays there. We don't know that he's going to get a long term deal. He might. They paid him 10 million dollars a year. He very well could stay there. He hasn't. He's played well enough that he deserves to be there. But Terrace Marshall is such a close comp. That they might say, let me give let me give the young guy a shot. It might be very dependent on what he does this year. But for me, Marshall eats into Anderson's role more than DJ Moore. Probably. Yeah. I yeah. don't know that for sure, but that's what scares me. Yeah. I mean, I, I the if way... I'm the if I'm the Robbie Anderson owner, I don't know that he finishes wide receiver nineteen again. No, I'd say he 20... was like 23, 24. I mean, well, well, well last year you had Curtis Samuel that had wide receiver one week's like through yeah. So like with Terrence Marshall there, I'm not that scared this year for Robbie. Right. I mean, again, if Robbie doesn't sign there next year, he signs with a team that he actually could be the one or two. And, well, that's and, great, but. Yeah, it could even get better for him. We, we don't yeah. know. But then dynamically, Terrace Marshall's not Curtis Samuel. Terrace Marshall's right. not right. DJ Moore. He's not going to run the slot routes. A healthy CMC is back, less, you know, less passing there. But Plus, it, I'm pretty sure... Sam Donald has a worse arm than Teddy Bridgewater did. How dare you besmirch it, Sam as far the as, Mono As Donald. far as throw power Sam is concerned. His, his throw accuracy deep is not No, great. he stinks. But he knows Robbie Anderson. So maybe he comes in and he goes, yeah, I'm familiar with this factor. guy. Either that or Robbie Anderson goes, I don't want to do this again. Like, Damn it. <laughs> I mean, they could, they, could, they could easily also just put Terrence Marshall and Robbie Anderson side to side and then DJ Moore's just in the slot. Perfect. And, and plays the Curtis Samuel role and then like DJ there. Moore's the one who gets fucked. Sleepers, you know, like sleepers app is down, so I can't. I think no, it's going to be a I, lot like whoever the slot guy is is going to get the most work in this offense. You wish. Well, we'll Darnold's a West Coast quarterback. We'll but, see. Well, I mean, Jamison Crowder used to get the most work in the Jets offense. Yeah. Well, so the so. Jets also sucked, and he was their only wide receiver. I was, well, was going to say, but the Jets are not the Panthers. But Matt yeah. Rule is not. They also have Christian McCaffrey. Guy. They also have Christian McCaffrey so. and Chuba Hubbard. And oh yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, Christian McCaffrey struggled with injuries last year. We don't know that. We don't know that that continues i mean he stayed healthy in the past so he could very well have another healthy campaign if not chuba hubbard is your backup that's your number two people are not looking at that that that's a solid depth pick in all formats because he's a he's a handcuff to a guy that just missed a whole season i wish you went to the freaking dolphins or something but so I do i but I'm, i'll happily take him as a handcuff to cmc yeah i mean it, yeah. he's a very talented player that needs rest doesn't doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't uh, yeah. So, well, so in, resting uh, behind well, CMC, but, 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 but realistically, another guy who needs rest is CMC. He they, the team should look at it and go. CMC needs to be a guy that is not carrying eighty percent of the reps. Like 
knock them down to 65. Keep them healthy. If we're, especially if you think you're going to be a playoff team, you need Christian McCaffrey healthy. And if you're going to be a playoff fantasy team, you need Christian McCaffrey healthy. Right. So yeah. ask them. Maybe he doesn't give you 40 points a game. Maybe he gives you 25, and you don't be a little greedy bitch. Bitch. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about <laughs> Chicago. Chicago uh, made their what entire a, fan base. What a, a draft. A one for Chicago Bears fans. Uh, I mean, you saw the stuff on social media. Like yep. Bears fans were like, wow, like this is what you're – Andy Dalton was your answer for Trubisky. They had to do something, and they did it. I yeah, mean, they, they saved up. their fan base. <laughs> they moved up, and they and they draft Khalil Herbert. I mean, that was – that was <laughs> oh, oh, no, I skipped over Justin Fields. Right? Uh, yeah, so Justin Fields come in. I mean, they also had to do something like to keep A-Rob healthy. So, like, there's also that, you know. Healthy and happy. <laughs> healthy and happy. Um, I mean, honestly, he's, he's franchised this year. If you want to keep yeah. A-Rob in the long term, he wants to catch balls that are actually thrown to him and not just near him. So, is Fields that guy? Hopefully. Yeah. The other thing, too, that the Bears did was they also brought in another offensive tackle. and that, Tevin Jenkins. Yeah, Tevin Jenkins. That was my and boy. Then the, later on, they got a couple other uh, offensive lines as well. But their running game, it gets a big boost. With a mobile quarterback, you're going to see more out of Montgomery, I think. You're going to see a lot a lot, a whole better smooth offense. And we've always lauded Nagy as a, a very inventive and creative coach. And has he been handcuffed by the Trubisky's and the Nick Foles's that he's had under center? If he has an athletic guy like Fields, like he was formerly with the Chiefs, right? Nagy, that's where he came from? I think he did come from there. Yeah, he, so either, he, came had, from, he either came from there or uh, Philly. I think it was the Chiefs. And I think he had Pat Mahomes and he enjoyed the versatility of an athletic quarterback, a guy that can move around. So if he had, has the same success with fields and he can kind of install some of that stuff in his offense, the sky's the limit. I hate David Montgomery. Me too. I'm trying to trade for him all week though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's... Um, I'm looking it up. Right I like David Montgomery. Shut up, Mango. I like him coming into this yeah, year. Yeah, he was he was Kansas City's offensive coordinator mm-hmm. from 2016 to 17. I can't remember where he came from. Um. Yeah, it'll be interesting. He might have been Philly too, because like. wasn't there a Trey Burton connection? He, yeah, there was a Trey Burton yeah, connection. He, he it's, so it's all an Andy Dalton thing. We'll, we'll I mean, it all happens. an Andy Reid thing. I knew you meant. Uh, <laughs> all right, the Bengals. Oh, also Andy Dalton, making huge noise. loser, <laughs> massive. He was. We already knew that. Yeah. We knew that since yeah, the Cowboys yeah. failed to attempt to uh, as a quarterback. So the Bengals um, don't draft Penny Sewell, oh. and they draft uh, Joe Burrow's boy Jamar Chase at pick yep. five. So, I am still pissed about that pick. Do you know? Penny Sewell was the favorite for every single betting application there was, and I put money on him on every single oh bet I could make. <laughs> Everyone's mantra was Sewell. Sewell yeah. Yeah. I was like, this is where I make my money. It made, it was it made in, the most sense. It's a lock. You, you, you protect the guy that, that got freaking killed. Although I freaking... didn't think the franchise would listen to Burrow. Burrow said, I want my boy. I want Chase back. And they said, all right, sir, whatever you say. This is the Bengals doing Bengal things when the Packers said, fuck you, Aaron Rodgers. We're going to pick who we want. You don't have any input. And this is the but Bengals cow-towing to Joe Burrow. And, and I'm not saying it's a mistake. It probably works out just fine. They did yeah. draft an offensive lineman in the second round, so yeah. hopefully it works out. They're bringing guys back. They should be healthy. But you think a guy that just got his leg ripped off would want a little protection. Well, you got to think of this. The entire fan base were making signs in their stadium for an offensive lineman to be drafted. You know... Like how, how often do you have the fan base on board for offensive line? Offensive never. Line. never. <laughs> That's how you know that. how People bad it was. People are going to buy Sewell jerseys. <laughs> <laughs> Not a word of a lie. It's a Matt Light jersey yeah. like back in the day. Um, I, I do just want to throw this out there that Zach Taylor is uh, the type of um, 
offensive mind that likes three wide receivers on the field at all times. So yep. now that AJ Green's gone, yeah. I mean, well, we saw Alex, last year. A- Alex yeah, Erickson did, right. is a bum, and I forget who Alex Erickson is gone. Douchebags. No, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's my point. <laughs> John yeah. Ross. Um, Jonas is gone. So I mean, Burrow obviously. Burrow is either a winner Idiot. or a loser because if they didn't draft the like, he could be dead in like week five. He right? Could, he yeah, like, like, like right. He could yeah. throw for fifteen touchdowns in three weeks and then die in week four. Yeah, yeah he's a winner for the first half of the season. Second I mean, half of the season, yeah. he's going to be hurt. The biggest thing is t- is Tyler Boyd. I think is the loser on the wide receiver core. Um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. So do you he, do you feel Higgins, that it's going to be Higgins? Is, um, no, I think it's like. Boyd demands targets. He demands reset. Like he's For a target. Value? Yes, he's a target-based wide receiver and touchdown receiver. If he doesn't get those targets, then I mean, I think he's third. Okay. This so, year, I mean, I, I could be wrong, but it, it just shows one of them is not going to be, especially if they didn't, you know, address the line as much as they needed to. Will he have time? He, I mean, I think I each no one is going to be a cog to themselves. I, I don't. I wouldn't even put Chase. Higgins or Boyd as number one. I think they're all like an even wide receiver Chase, two Chase level. Is, Chase is number one. Obviously, he when will you be, but next, your not next year. Offensive line problems. You mean like, you mean yeah. like production wise? Like production wise for fantasy football. Wide receiver sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the, not wide receiver sense. three. I think that they're all going to be somewhere in the wide receiver two range because that's where they were last year. You know, minus AJ Green. Yeah. Um, yeah well, yeah. Before Burr went down, it was like Boyd was like fifteen or right, and then Higgins was up there too. Yeah. It was there was weeks where you know Higgins was finishing as seven and and. Boyd is eight. You know, it's it's just we'll see what happens. Like you said, that they like to do their three wide receiver sets. Um, I want to know honestly how they're gonna still work in Joe Mixon. Like I know that they he's a top running back. They paid him and everything, but even last year, like Mixon didn't do that great. And now they bring in Chase. Don't bring another offensive lineman in. It's like that part of their game needs to move forward. And I don't think that it's so. He was the first person to tweet out after the Jamar Chase pick. Well, first like famous person, obviously. And he said, "Can't stock, uh, can't stack the box anymore." And I was like, "All right." So he thinks this is a huge play. He didn't even want a lineman. He said, "Yeah, take a wide receiver and open it up for me." So like, well, he had three guys last year, but I guess one of them was the corpse of AJ Green, so right. it doesn't really count. Who knows? If it works, great. I would have preferred to have blocking if I was him. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather usually blocking. usually helps. But Tyler Boyd again, I think he's one of my big bust candidates. He's probably going to be my bust of the year pick. Um, not that I doubt his talent. He leads the league. Well, he's in the top of the league in um, separation yards almost every single year. He's a great route runner. He's talented. But I think Joe Barrow saying pick Jamar Chase means he's going to throw the ball to Jamar Chase. That's going to be his first read. T. Higgins, after the success they had last year, Yeah. I just think they're going to be a better fit. I think Tyler Boyd's kind of the guy, the, the wide receiver he inherited. He's, you know, your your older brother's toy that you got that you didn't really want. It's not what you, the two toys you got for Christmas. So, I don't I mean, know. He, he, I think I, he's the easiest one to say that could be left out, but I don't, I don't think his talent indicates that. I think if that happens, he's going to force his way off the team. He's going to say, "I don't want to be here for one more second. Right. Get me out of here." I think it could be like similar to <laughs> <laughs> Panthers last year, those and the Steelers. Like they have three receivers in the yep. top twenty to, to twenty eight range. And if right. that does happen, though, it's one of those situations where it's so hard to pick who to play each week because you're saying, like, who's the guy that's going to give me the fifteen I'm, twenty versus who might give me the Seven, eight, nine. You got a big guy who's going to get a touchdown. You go for the big one. Yeah. I might bold take it and put Jamar Chase in my top twenty. 
just like I did with CD last year, and then take him one oh one oh one. I think honestly, with, with his measurables, like I think that's the easiest bull take there's ever been. <laughs> <laughs> I would put him top ten. I'm gonna put him I, top twenty. Bold, put him top 10. <laughs> and five overall, yeah. No, I love I love uh, I love Jamar Chase. Um, we might right. skip over the Browns. Well, I, I just want to at least say yeah. this: like Cleveland Browns, they drafted two wide receivers that you probably will n- will never hear of. Anthony um, Schwartz is really fast. He's extremely fast. Okay. Yeah. But that's all he is. That's yeah. it. Stretch yeah. the field. Right. That, that's, that, that's the one time you'll probably hear his name. 97 speed uh, Madden. Guaranteed <laughs> lock it in. All right. Yeah. New man. Dallas Cowboys also drafted a wide receiver. Um, can anybody pronounce this name? You mean Shimmy Fahoko? Simi Feko? I don't know. <laughs> Dallas is the closest. I don't know. It's uh, so that's who they Simi drafted. Simi Fahoko? I mean, both. both Fioko? Stupid fucker. <laughs> Both Cleveland and Dallas didn't do anything that's going to affect any of their players. Fantasy-wise, so however, neutral. Denver, Denver Broncos. This oh, is, boy. Who put in the RIP of Royce Freeman? Oh, probably, I don't know. Uh, that, was, that, that was that was me. you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, Royce Freeman might as well be cut. Like I don't even know why he's. He, like, like, he, he should have been cut last two him years. Him and Rashad Penny he shouldn't have been picked. Right. I don't know why they're still on teams. And like Devonte Booker, like there was what was it? When were these no, guys drafted? Devonte like, Booker will never ago? die. Devonte Booker played now. Where well. is he? He's, he's on the Giants now, isn't he? He's backing up Saquon, I think. Devontae Booker. I think he is. Let's get back That's to... That's actually uh, none of that. All right, yeah. We'll let's get back to the Broncos. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so uh, Javante Williams, um, early second-round pick for the Broncos. Yeah, pick 35. Um, right. Melvin Gordon is a loser. Royce Freeman is even a bigger loser than he already was. So, right. Um, I mean, I, in year one with Javante, I think it's going to be like a... Time sh- like fifty fifty. There will there will be there would have to be a time share. I mean, you look at what happened last year with Gordon and Lindsay, and you know Williams is less proven, obviously. But um, you know, I think Williams is going to be more talented than Lindsay. I think at the end of the day, Williams is going to be more talented than a twenty eight year old Melvin Gordon, um, or I don't know if he's twenty six, twenty seven. That area, that area. But th- it 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 begs the question, and and this is a big one we've talked about a lot. Is Javante Williams versus Travis Etienne, who is drafted by the Jaguars, who they are they are coming up. So I do know. There you go. He is twenty eight years old, by the way. He's twenty eight. Yeah. So Melvin, what do you, what is it? Would you crack into? This is while a we're uh, off topic mango here. guava sour from Smutty Nose. That sounds disgusting. You would think that because you don't like you sours. love sour. I love sour. You're weird. I don't know what people don't love about sours. They're delightful. They're like crisp and I can refreshing see through your beer. Well, I can not see normally. Your soul. No, normally, it's, <laughs> can see. give me your your soul is mine. That's what we say at HBO. When they They're normally always coming out pink. pink it kind so. of smells like urine, though. <laughs> but, but it doesn't but, smell great. Like a like, a, like eight IPAs the next smell day it. urine. It smells like stale cereal. Fruity Pebbles. Literally, it's like stale fruity pebbles. Anyway. Oh, I can't smell. Can this. we go back to the uh, huge yeah, talk about gonna, Javante? Go, and, sorry, and sorry to cut you off, Craig. We we stopped. <laughs> Melvin no, Gordon. Is, Melvin is, Gordon's twenty-eight years old. I know this I is know. a different team, and we'll get to it because there's a lot for the Jacksonville Jaguars. But Javante Williams, my piece is, you know, Melvin Gordon is still a, a valuable running back in that they did pay him eight million dollars or seven million dollars, whatever it was, um, last year. So they're going to continue to use Melvin Gordon, and, and there's a lot well. of people that think that Javante Williams is going to be better than Travis Etienne who has just James Robinson, who is undrafted, unproven, really. Um, you know, one year doesn't really do it for anyone. So that that's that's my my biggest thing with the Javante Williams to Denver Broncos thing, is I still think he's less than Travis Etienne. 
Yes, I mean it's Melvin Gordon's last year in his contract. I I don't think he's going to be there next year. But I mean, in redraft league, I, I, I would probably pick Gordon over Javante slightly. Um, they're both probably back end RB three, I think, because if there's a timeshare of like sixty to forty or 50, 50 like we we've seen Gordon last year for like two touchdowns and with twenty yards, and become like RB. What was it RB thirteen last year? Fourteen. Which I can tell you, the sleeper app is down. Oh, it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> I'll find out. Hold on, one sec. Yeah, but I mean, um, a lot of rankings, a lot of like prof- professional rankings have Javante over ETN, and I think all four of us are just not on that train. M- like m- bl- mind blown how everyone's all of ETN. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so Javante Williams, like, if he goes, I'm, I'm talking dynasty drafts now. If he goes like five plus, I'm really not that surprised. Like, I, I can get on board that. Like, he, still he has is the a running back. He has the ability mm-hmm. to be the starter next year, not not this coming oh, year. Oh yeah, but the, great the opportunity. Because again, in a young, older, 28 is usually yeah. the cap for running backs. A young offense, good defense, good line. Like, like, the, the, you, and you keep him on a on a you know pretty cheap contract, all things considered, for running back numbers. You see what drew lock has this year if it's not that you go after a quarterback next season and there's your team you're, you're ready to rock and roll or Aaron Rodgers, or Aaron Rodgers, who <laughs> apparently wants, wants to go there ever. so all that being said if he goes five plus i'm talking about the first round fifth overall pick plus like i'm fine with it but the people that have him going ahead of chase etienne harris and um pitts even i think you're absolutely out of your mind he was running back 14 Oh, Melvin, Melvin, Melvin Gordon was, yeah. yeah. Fantastic. I mean, Tom, I meant Scott, you idiot. You said 13. <laughs> He's so <laughs> yeah. far off. Where, I mean, where I does... bet everyone else would be like, oh, I'd be like, like 28. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> he exactly. does. He stinks. It, it does, in a sense, like spark the conversation about Javante Williams. Where does he fall in rookie rankings? But Melvin Gordon, even though he finishes RB14, like, he's RB20 this year. Like, Javante Williams will somehow cut into oh, Melvin abs- Gordon's role. So, absolutely. Like, he's Melvin better than Gordon is I a think loser exactly. than, to come yes. back to this. Yes. Javante Overall, Williams yes. is better than Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman combined. Yeah. So, Royce- it should be 1A, 1B, and Royce Freeman should be on special teams. Yeah. But the Broncos are stupid. And that you saw him do it for years and years with Booker and and with Freeman oh for all these years. God. They're gonna keep using him. Maybe so not. what is the role gonna? Is it gonna be one A B C? Are we gonna see the first thirty three percent split? I think that, a... I think they're trying out. I hope not. Monty Ball too. So dude, Monty they're Ball. bringing Monty Ball back. No Sean Moreno. No Sean Moreno. Do you remember when No Sean Moreno ran through the Patriots entire team repeatedly for like two hundred ninety yards and I almost killed myself? I do remember that. Yeah. Um. I, I did. Not you myself. almost killing yourself. Because <laughs> I did. I succeeded. I'm back though. Uh, let's uh, let's jump back here. Uh, Detroit Lions drafted uh, wide receiver and running back. All right, I'm on St. Brown. Uh, we have nothing to talk about. I'm on Ross St. Brown, dude. Lions. I want to talk about. I'm on Ross St. Brown. I think he's a fantastic depth pick. He has an easy easy route to being a wide receiver three on this team with Jared Goff, who has always had multiple wide receivers and supported them to decent value. And they they only have Perriman and Tyrell Williams there, right? Yeah, Quintus Evis. There's a lot of people. I saw this guy. TJ Hawkinson as well needs to be conversed about. But Amon Ross St. Brown is a fantastic. He's undersized is the problem. He's very, very. He's I think he's 5'10", 190. He's not big. But I think his equanimity is St. Brown's brother based on their silly names and their same St. Brown being the last. Well, they're both Egyptian names. Good logic. I don't mean to. It follows logically. I don't mean to kill you, but he's 6'1", 195. 
Okay, so he's still but, wicked fucking skinny. But he ran a four six, which is not great. No, that's slow. So, um, we'll see what he's, happens. To yeah. me, he's one of those guys though on the field looks fast, so he could have a good translation from shorts he's, and t shirt speed to full pad speed. Very good route runner, smart. Like he, like the the whole thing on him so was do we, he's be, do he we, is better than equity Miss St. Brown. That Amon Ra St. Brown is going to come in and take Tyrell Williams. Is there going? Is he going to make any of the Detroit well, Tyrell, Lions' current wide receivers a loser? Tyrell Williams is going to get hurt in like two yes. weeks, and then he's going to be playing. Okay. No, but there's but the thing is, is like there's not many people that would have won or lost through them because their entire team is kind of garbage. So there needs to be like, someone that you need to know about from the team I think to catch re- the ball. Redraft, like you probably wouldn't even pick Tyrell no, or. I, I'm, right, Perriman. I, I, I agree with you. The entire philosophy of the Detroit they're, Lions. They're team losers, too, was a, yes, was a but not enough where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm dropping them in my rankings. They're, on, they're, they're really not even in my you know top fifty. But right. with receivers, with what they did last year, and they filtered in the rookies to give them more playing time because they're going full rebuild. Like your inclination is not to play aging Tyrell Williams and aging Brashad Perriman. You want to filter in guys like St. Brown and see what they have. And right. Quintus Cephas should be on the field a lot. And right. Quintus Cephas, I think, is a winner, actually, if you want to make someone a winner out of this because now he has the opportunity. They didn't bring in someone better than him. Yeah. Amon Ross St. Brown's not better than Quintus Cephas. Right. Cephas. And if you want to talk about winners, you have DeAndre Swift. They drafted They drafted Penny Sewell in right. the first round. Right. So, yeah, that, there's your that winner. That's actually fantastic. That's yeah, a you're good, right. That's a good point. All right. Green Bay Packers. Uh, they didn't draft the wide. Well, they did draft the wide receiver, but not Amari Rodgers. But it wasn't when Aaron Rodgers wanted, so he's yeah. mad. It wasn't the first round. <laughs> he drafted another corner. How mean! You but made it's my true. Defense you better. should draft wide receiver for like I, I. I don't care who you are. You fire that GM. You keep Aaron Rodgers. Well, I'm sorry. no, they they drafted a fantastic cornerback to play opposite Jair right, Alexander, right. Yeah, which was still. a problem for their team all year. Was getting smoked on passes. I have no problem with the pick. Amari Rodgers pick problem. is fine. I don't have a problem. And with... I also love the Amari Rodgers pick. I do actually as well. I think yeah. they got a great value at eighty-five. Very nice third-round pick, but I mean, yeah. you got to draft them in the yeah. first round. They, they Sorry, just, I don't give a shit. They just keep adding to like their like depth wide receivers. They have Devonta Adams, and they have eleven depth wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Like at some point, you need the I mean, seminal talent. I, I think I think this they makes it Kumaro. so that. Uh, but but here, let, let's just get back to this. Like this makes Lazard draftable. This makes AJ Dillon draftable. That yes. they didn't brag, bring in a first round wide receiver. They didn't bring in. Well, you're, not worried about, you're not worried about Kylan Hill. Actually, I think Who? Kylan Hill's pretty uh, talented. Pick but no, I'm not. I'm not. No. Um, I actually thought he would have stayed another year. To be honest. Um, I'm sure when he got picked at 256, he wished he did. <laughs> I mean, you probably should have. Could you guys leave me undrafted um, so I can go back? <laughs> the Indianapolis Colts, they drafted a tight end, uh, a backup quarterback, which I guess would mean Jacoby's out of town. And Michael Strahan at wide receiver. Michael Strahan at wide receiver. is on the Dolphins. All right, so Jacoby's out of town anyway. Uh, so this makes Michael Pittman a winner because I think that – I think there was – I think a lot of people felt like the Colts might have drafted a wide receiver early. Like a first uh, and round. They, and they didn't. Um, and we are... <laughs> and the Colts gonna just... Gonna... Well, I was just going to say to add on to that, a little bit of news to it as well, is that they just signed, I think it was Eric Flowers. The... Fisher. No, Eric, Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher. That's yeah. which even is a way better. huge deal. <laughs> he might not right. play week one, but still. The, you guys this both is a had Pro Bowl lineman. offensive lineman too in the first round. Fun fact. Yes, because we said, you know, the, makes, the way to keep it's the same with Baltimore keeping their defense strong. You, you drafted early, you draft, you draft talent, and you don't have to pay him. Right. I, I have them taking an edge rusher. 
<laughs> um, all right, dude. which they did. Yeah. Houston Texans. Uh, <laughs> draft, I wanted though. Uh, David Mills, Nico Collins, a wide receiver, and Brevin Jordan, a tight the end. The worst draft. Uh, listen, ever. I think Nico Collins is a fine pick. I think he is a fine pick, but I don't think Davis Mills in the first round. I like if we're doing grades for the team how Third they round. drafted. Houston Texans get an F minus. What do we give them? In the, yeah, like something yeah, like that. F, F, F minus yeah. is, is it a demoted. thing? Or we probably could have, but but like they had the worst draft like possible. And Scott did his write up on on the Texans, and it was it was well, spot on. Like it's what it, <laughs> they didn't do anything that made any sense, except for they took Nico Collins, and you yeah, were like, it's fine. I understand that, the, but why the Davis Mills pick didn't make sense? Like, all right, I get Deshaun might be suspended. You're going to be the worst team in the league regardless. Because if he's not suspended, he's not there. He's and not going to play. Spent well, they, money you already spent money on... Um, you tank and get the 101 or the 102 next year, and then you get your quarterback. Don't give it to Davis Mills when you need a lot more. Right. And who do they sign a quarterback already? The, Tyra, the, Taylor. Tyra, Tyra Taylor. Tyra Taylor. So, Which is a fine piece and, for and a he's gonna, And he's going to play. And the thing with Davis Mills is he's a guy that needs time to wait. He needs he's, a lot he's of time He's not wait, yeah. one of those players, too, that is A, going to come in right away, or B, has had this ceiling. He kind of came on late in the draft process, and... He just reminds me so much of like a Jake Fromm, a Jacob Eason, so many like random big arm quarterbacks that could have been good, but that are just going to be absolutely garbage. You, you, you equate what the Houston Texans did with their NFL draft to what fantasy players do when they get too cute and draft a quarterback and a tight end way too early in their fantasy drafts. Like you have so many other positions you can get and you go after a quarterback. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And, and, I mean, Brevin Jordan, who gives a shit. Like they, they use eleven tight ends every year. Yeah, like, I will a, say it's just a dumb draft. I will say Nico Collins is probably going to be someone that's on fantasy teams if Deshaun Watson is playing at quarterback. If he's not, he won't be. I mean, Nico Collins is a huge dude. He's six four, two fifteen, can still, run a four four. You still have Brandon Cooks. You still have um, Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb. And then it's Nico Collins. Then it's Nico Kiki, Collins. There's or no Kiki Kuti, Kuti, yeah. No, I don't is, even. I don't even think that. Like I, I, I think Nico Collins is a big physical guy. I, I watched a little bit of tape on him today. Um, he's a little bit in love with himself. Um, uh, uh, from from interviews, he seems to be a little bit of a prima donna. He held out of 2020 not because of COVID, but because he was afraid of getting injured. Um, so you, you, everything you're saying to me is just shooting this guy out my draft board. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hope you guys got that out of your system yeah. uh, because now we're going to talk about a team who like had like a very impactful draft. Yes. That <laughs> one right. that mattered. It, one that actually gives a shit. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville Jaguars drafted Trevor Lawrence, quarterback, 101, Travis ETN, running back, 25, uh, and then a tight end and a wide receiver. Doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't matter. Um, so clearly, all the wide receivers win. Yes. And the biggest loser, I think, out of the entire draft, out of the entire NFL, James Robinson. Absolutely. Massive. Complete Massive loser. Now, the reason I think we need to sit here and spend some time on this is because everybody has a very contradicting opinion than we do that James Robinson is still by far an RB1, the number one for Jacksonville. But we sit here and go, they just drafted Travis Etienne at pick 25. In the first round. First They're- round. Urban traded up for him too. Meyer said, "By the way, he is the third down back. You you don't draft a third down back that can do everything in college in the first round." I'm, well, I I'm think, so sorry. I think a lot of people heard Urban Meyer say he's he's our third down back. I think Urban Meyer meant to say he's a three down three back, down back, which is a very contextually like very two different difference. Or he might say third down because I mean you don't want to you know piss off James Robinson or Carlos Highland, you know. You say the things you need to say to, to you know to not, you know, stir. I mean, James Rob- 
they know. Like he's a first round. Pick. Like they. So I don't think it was a great pick for them then. I think they needed more. But I mean, it's what Urban so Meyer them wanted. Urban him there. I'm like wow. Like they. I love the. I, I wanna, love the spot. I, I the almost. Spot. I almost shared this video with you guys. So I'm. I'm a big fan of when rookies get drafted. I listen to their press conferences to see if they sound like an idiot. Travis Etienne kind of sounds like an idiot, but he's very yes sir, no sir. Mm-hmm. When they called him, and Urban Meyer is saying, "Hey, Travis, we're gonna pick you." Talks to the owner. He talks to the owner. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Talks to the GM. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can see Urban Meyer visually in his chair, fist bumping. Everybody in the room. He was more excited to draft Travis oh, yeah. Etienne than he was Trevor Lawrence. Well, he's he's from rural Louisiana, so he that yes or no sort of stuff is baked into For who ETN. he is as a person. Oh, oh yeah, sure. And and I'm sure Meyer's from somewhere in the south because sounds like it, and he probably loves that kind of stuff. But I just want to. I, I don't. I don't disagree with you at all. I think Etienne's the guy, but. I think Robinson still has a role. Like Robinson is gonna be sure. involved. I mean, but it, he's not a threat. It makes sense for right. a rookie yes. quarterback too. You want, you know, you want a lot of people in a backfield. Well, and Trevor Lawrence knows Travis Etienne better than anybody, and and you talked about it, like right. the importance of if you're gonna run read option style, college oh. style offense employed into Massive. the NFL, which is what Urban Meyer is gonna do. He already tried it before, didn't work out that well, but now he has the guys to do it. Right, exactly. Well, and that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm, 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 I'm trying to, I've been a Travis Etienne fan for a very long time. I'm like trying well, to talk three myself. Or four years. <laughs> I'm trying to talk myself into why I should take him at 101. Davos, we need to call the other, other than, like, he's, a, he's phenomenally talented or whatever. It's not a great landing spot because I think James Robinson does have a role. But I'm just sitting there and I'm like, okay, you have Trevor Lawrence and Travis Etienne. What does that do for you as Urban Meyer? Why do you get so excited? It's like, well, now you can employ an RPO style offense, and you yep. don't have to worry about and the transition. And, of the and ball. they've done that. They're <laughs> like, it, like they're they entire... know each other enough. Yeah. yeah. And what do you, what is uh, encouraging is that James Robinson, an undrafted rookie, ran behind almost the same offensive line to mm. a very successful right. season. So uh, allegedly, a more talented Travis Etienne should have an even better year. Yeah. Yeah. And I told Tom this, and he can catch the shit the, out of the ball the other day, and I kind of forgot about it. Chris Thompson is no longer on the team. I. I know he's injury Chris prone. Chris Thompson? You mean you mean worth a first round pick, Chris Thompson? Second round. Second round. Early second. Yeah. Chris Thompson, you fucking idiot. That that guy. <laughs> but still, a guy fully healthy during the season probably demands sixty to eighty targets in the season. Like you don't have that guy there, and you bring Etienne, who's a fantastic pass catcher. Yep. And then I mean, I kind of compare James Robinson to a to a Trey Mason when they drafted uh, Todd Gurley. The Rams. Trey Mason did a fine freaking job. Next year, what are the Rams do? Drafted Todd Gurley. Trey Mason's out of the league. See ya. James Robinson, I think, is going to be ideal of that. I, re- I really do. Mm-hmm. Now, Trevor Lawrence. We didn't really Sorry. talk about him. Oh, he, he's he's in, good at football. <laughs> so, obviously, Dynasty, probably a first-round pick. Late, late, second second half of the first round. In Redraft is more interesting, I think. In redraft, I still think that he's going to have, like... QB one, QB two ish. Yeah, he's vibes. he's on the fringe. So he's I'm kind of like what I, I take him like fourteen, fifteen. I think in my rankings. He'll, I mean, it's still early, but I think he'll be drafted uh, majority of drafts, but last round probably. I, um, I actually think a lot of people might get excited about him and draft him early. And, and well, that's and what they, I was thinking. I think people are going to take seven, eight. I mean, they did it with nine. Joe Burrow last year. But the thing is, like with Joe Burrow, is like he had you know 
Boyd, Higgins, and technically a lot of people still thought of, you know, of Green, of someone that could play. I mean, there's really DJ Shark, LaVisca Chenault, like Marvin Jones. Questions. I, I, Tim. I like. Tebow. I like Marvin Jones. I love Marvin. I love that. I love it. I, like I do like Tim Marvin Tim Jones. Tim Tebow. We'll 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 see. But Timmy but T. but like Tom had said with the whole you know RPO thing, like that might be the direction they go in, and that's not going to give fantasy points for the quarterback. So yeah. well, the biggest thing. Well, it does. They're going to be down a lot. I think. I mean, they do. It does if they got the quarter the yeah. wide receiver to run the right route. Yeah. Which is, I mean, if LaVisca Chenault can figure it out and run a slant on Every one of them's just athletic. Like, Marvin Jones would be the one that, like, could be a sneaky guy because he's smart enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's He's probably the least athletic, but the best receiver on the team. It's like an Edelman, Amendola kind of thing. He knows where to be. Yeah. Corey does. Uh, (laughs) Kansas City didn't really do anything in the draft. They traded their first round pick for an offensive lineman, which is huge. Very good. Very, Um, very good offensive lineman, too. Uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, they, they just no a joke offense. Of a so, but they didn't draft anybody. Yeah. So the offense. winner is the wide receiver is there. Right. Um, and even at that, I mean, I'm going to shock. Just, I'm the, just gonna going to skip over that's that. That's fine. <laughs> uh, the chargers, they didn't really do anything. I'm curious who put Joe Kelly and Justin Jackson as losers. I did. Though. And I explained why it's because it's a new coaching tree there. There's zero ties to Justin Jackson, zero ties to, to Joe Kelly. Or Joshua Kelly. Um, so yeah. I think, I mean, it's mainly because I put a question mark there too. I think got deleted, but Larry Roundtree in the pick 198 could fight for the backup role to Austin Eckler, which is always a fantastic spot to have for the Chargers. Right. And last year, they didn't commit to either one of these guys. No, like it was no. back and forth. Balazs, who's healthy, who's not. Because well, so Justin Jackson, every time he, you know, was out then Justin Justin got hurt so I mean I, I'm a big Justin Justin guy but I don't think he's like one of these guys I think is going to be cut Kelly or Jackson and then Roundtree could 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 um you know slate right in there to the and RB2 the, rule and the plus side for Eckler and whoever else is running the ball is that they signed Rayshon Slater look fantastic mm-hmm. offensive oh, I mean that would huge. I would have thought would have gone sooner huge but, yeah, they, he fell to them I had them they I had, had him steal. like they were looking at uh Christian um Barrymore no, 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 Darisaw, Darisaw, yeah, 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 yeah. And they, because yeah. they were like, oh, well, he's great. We'd love to take him if he falls. Well, so he was the third guy. He was the third guy. And they yeah. were supposed to like trade up to get this guy. <laughs> right, only from right. Eleven, thirteen. I think as soon as the Bengals right. didn't take Sewell, then the Lions took Sewell instead of Slater. Now Slater's here, and they're like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah great. Pick. Worked Wonderful out great for them. For us. Winner, Justin Herbert. Mm. Yes. Yeah. After how much he got bundled last Overall, year, yeah. he needs to stay on his feet a little bit longer. Um. All right, let's move on to the Rams, too. So the Rams drafted Tutu Atwell. I mean, pretty much the only guy who has any uh, significant impact. Um, I'm going to sneeze, but um, with Josh Reynolds gone, that could hurt Van Jefferson, I that's, guess. That's really the only guy, right? So you have Matt Stafford come into town, and you're like, all right, great. Now every receiver has value. Van Jefferson, here we go. And then they draft Tutu Atwell. And you're like, okay, so now it's really um, Cooper Cup. Robert Woods. Thank you, Robert Woods. And then I thought it was going to be Van Jefferson, and now it's Tutu Atwell. Also, Tyler Higby. The thing and is, is like, Bryson Tutu Hopkins. Atwell is a tiny dude. 5'9, 155. Like, he is, he is so going small. to be like he's a Tavon Austin. He's a Tavon Austin. He can gadget. He can, you know, do all the little things. But Van Jefferson's going to be a better, like, route runner. I think Van Jefferson's still going to have that role over Tutu Atwell. And I think the, just, same. Same. And for the type of receiver that. Uh, Matt Stafford has always succeeded with. 
Van Jefferson fits that mold much, much better than Tutu Atwell. I do want to put a player name out there that was through my pre-draft process. It was very interesting, and he stood out to me. It was the UCF tight end, Jacob Harris, went to uh, the Rams here. And he's 6'5", ran a 4-4. And he could play tight end. Like, I, I, I don't want, you know, I just say, just say, I'm just saying to you guys, listen, just look at him. You know, just do a tape search. You know, you don't have to like him, draft him, whatever, but just at least know who he is because Darren Waller came out of nowhere. And that yeah. is the exact same comp he is to him. But there's so many tight ends there. Yeah, I mean, everybody... I just don't think they're sold on them. I don't think they're in love with oh, right. with, yeah. with their tight ends. Well, and they've always run two tight ends. So, and, I mean, you get a... I and Matt Stafford likes tight ends, too. That's true. So... Might take a year or two, but I mean, just I'll, keep I'll the guy in mind. Ends, maybe take a year or two, but... All right. Uh, talk Miami, about a better team. <laughs> Miami right. Dolphins. So, they draft uh, Jalen Waddle at pick six, right after Chase was picked. Um, so... Gaskin's a winner, obviously, because we had them pegged as a team that could potentially be drafting a running back. They didn't. Um, and Devon, uh, Devontae Parker, Preston Williams. Um, I mean, Preston Williams, in my opinion, was a loser when Will Fuller came in. Yeah. It's just now I think it's like, okay, does Jalen Waddell take away from Devontae Parker or does he take away from Will Fuller? Remember, they only gave Fuller a one-year deal. Like, so they could very easily sit there and be like, oh, well, we got Fuller for a year, great, and then we're going to let him go. You know what I mean? Yep. So I don't know where Jalen Waddle fits in. I don't know where you guys' take is. I just um, think it might be another similar situation to, like, you know, wide receivers pairing up to previous quarterbacks. Like, Tua was Waddle's quarterback. So I think that is, you know, he's a very hyper-talented athlete. Like, Waddle was talked about as possibly better than Smith before the year started last year. Like, obviously being pick six – they thought very highly, uh, you know, they passed on, uh, on Sewell too. So yep. he, he, he's going to be good. Need offensive and they did, too. They absolutely did. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're going to be, he's going to be used and in, in one year. Like you said, that one year deal, uh, with Fuller, like one year later, you know, Waddle could be the number one, like Devonte Parker is going to be 28 soon. Like he's, he is while great. He has taken a long time to get to where he's and at. And I think Preston Williams is all but done. I would say so too. Personally, exactly. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, which is unfortunate. I think he's hyper talented, but he can't stay healthy. Yeah, he he, he he's in play with the uh, injuries, but yeah. And then even Miles Gaskin, I know we have him as, as a as a as a positive through this draft or a winner, but don't forget they brought in Malcolm Brown, and there's still Salvin Ahmed there. Like you've got threats to his role, Ahmed. But yeah. he is, but he is a big winner for the fact that like yeah, for the fact they didn't oh, bring in anybody yeah. else. And and it I astonishes was me. I wish like like there's so many running backs every that time drafted they had they a pick. I'm like, okay, they can get Javante. Nope. Then they, all right, they can get Megan Carter. Nope. They can get Tristan. Nope. Like they pass on so many. Like that's one hole that like I know they obviously did it last year, but so did when he was hurt. Ahmed did. did did fine too. Yeah, we should like, say they did bring in Liam Eikenberg, so they did bring in a, a decent um, offensive lineman to help out the run game. Oh, I thought you were talking about like a late round running back. I forgot yeah. Eikenberg oh, yeah. was, a, was a guard. Uh, <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised if they end up bringing in one of these veteran running backs. I, I still, well, I still like, think Lev Bell has a case to go there. Lev Bell they wanted Lev last year. Yeah, yeah. I and, still think he should have went there. And I don't even know how to say his name. Jared Dokes does not worry me at all from any of these guys. No. I have no idea who that is. Uh, exactly. We, we get Dalvin Cooks. Uh, Dalvin Cooks. Dalvin Cook marked as a a winner for Minnesota because they drafted an offensive lineman. What it, what was the Darisaw? They drafted oh they lot drafted of a really really good lineman in Darisaw. 
like the guy who should have been the number three that, to the Chargers yeah. a few picks ago. And it, they traded back, and they still got him. And they, they, and they <laughs> also drafted um, Wyatt Davis, who's, who's solid. Another really good one. Like, more than solid. So, not that – and I think this is the case that you're making. Like, Dalvin Cook is not a loser if they don't draft those guys. Right. But I think he is a winner since they did because yeah. now he has people to block for him. Yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, he's probably ranks the same as what I would rank him with or without these yeah. picks. To and, be and they could bring in a hundred running backs. None of them worry me. Like they're right. backups if he gets hurt. Like that. That's all they're there for. That's. I mean, Kini in Wangnu. He's uh, who? he's another uh, just quick kind of gadget kind of guy. He'll play the role that um, Cordell Patterson. No, who's the third guy? They Mike Boone. The guy. Mike like, Boone. They'll he'll, uh, they'll play the role that he never played. Who's on the like that he never now. played, yeah. right. He, right. Was, he was really athletic and great. He graded as the most athletic running back ever and then never even saw the field. Yeah. Um, all right. So we're going to skip over to – skip over. Pats are next. Uh, they Who? draft Mac Jones. Who? The Patriots. Who? Where are they from? Mac, Mac Jones. Jones. <laughs> I was like, what <laughs> the hell is happening? <laughs> So I'm getting all stuffy <laughs> over here, and like I'm slowly. That's what you get for wearing. Power. Well, yeah. I was gonna say that's what you get for wearing a sweater in an 80 degree room. It's the well, it's the pollen. It's, it's the pollen that's killing me. I'm naked. Um, <laughs> You're vaccinated. He's vaccinated. I'm naked. Can be. <laughs> you can Let's do whatever go, man. I want. Uh, so they draft Mac Jones. So obviously, it makes all the wide receivers a little bit better. I wish we had better wide receivers, um, but we don't. And, and how much better it makes the wide receivers is. Depending on when he because plays. who knows if he even sees it. You're right. Exactly. Yeah. I um, I still somebody's out, gonna produce. I grade out the Patriots as a miss on this draft though for not moving up to take Fields at eleven and settling for Mac Jones at fifteen. But every report that's come out is Mac Jones at fifteen was their guy. Like that yeah. was it. That's who that's they wanted. What I heard. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's a win because he was supposed to go three. Like like like. I'm, I'm just not sure Vegas how much of a smoke show or a smoke screen that is. Cause, yeah. I mean. Belichick's buddies with fucking uh, the entire Niners organization. So I mean, they took Bearmore the same team. Like <laughs> that, you have a point. Like he could have literally just been like, "Dude, say you're taking Mac Jones." Yeah, like, we, I, know, I know. Don't. Ta- I know you're taking Lance, but just say it. Just say the words. <laughs> say the words. It's a verbal mean. agreement. You have to say. <laughs> but then you know we, we talk about Ramondre Stevenson's the other guy. Um, you know, pick one twenty. I think it's a fourth round running back for the Patriots. That's usually on par for what they get for wide receiver for running Jr. backs. Uh, he is a big boy, and they did try and get one like Fournette or I forget the other one they were trying to bring in this off season. You never know. But, but no, like he he is a running back that brings something new to the table for man. Right. Everybody yeah. else. So Sony Michelle could be cut. They did. They decline his uh, fifth year option. I don't think they'll cut him. Yeah, I don't yeah, think so either. They know no, when there's a value. So I mean, he still has a little bit of talent. Run him into the ground. So there's you a f- owe him nothing in the future. Yeah. But Stevenson White. But the whole like, like White's gone, yeah. But, no, no, like White's there. They yeah, he's he, 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 oh he no, was, yeah, you're right. Oh yeah, everyone's I, still there. It's still lagging out. But but Rex bringing Burkhead. bringing in Stevenson, I think does do something to Harris in such a way where I don't think now people can go. Damian Harris is the one A. Like I don't think that this is uh, this was ever going to be Damian Harris, and then maybe Sony Michelle gets sprinkled in. Like Rex Burkhead was a big deal last year. They did use him a lot because Sony Michelle was hurt, um, but. That's not going to happen now. Like, Damian Harris is not – I think he is a little bit of a loser because they did bring in a running back that can do things within Same. the tackles. Well, and he – in Ramondre Stevenson, if he's going to play anything similar to a LeGarrette Blunt role and Sonny Michelle with his experience, those are your goal line guys. Like right. Harris, you just lose six points on a one-yard carry, right. which sucks for his fantasy value. But – who knows? The Patriots are. Do not draft Patriots. The Patriots are an absolute right. don't do it. enigma right. at running back. It's just it's you don't want any part of that. 
Uh, New Orleans Saints don't draft a wide receiver, so Traquan Smith could be a thing late in fantasy drafts. Uh, New York Giants draft Kadarius Tony, who I thought that's your boy, right? That's I Craig. I love Tony, but it's Craig's yeah. boy. I forget boy it was. Love, love, love. Me, I think, Craig had him in top five. I'll, I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll tell you this. Like, there's a lot of people I talk to. They're like, oh, Tony sucks. Tony sucks. Like, we even had some comments on from our, our stuff that said, you know, Kadarius Tony went too early. The three of us have talked up Kadarius Tony. Like, it's not a joke. Like, I don't know why. I think people pass him and over because Jacksonville he's a wide receiver. Wanted Tony so bad. He was selected. So they're like, all right, we'll take ETN. They wanted Tony. At like he's 25. He just watches tape. Like, I don't want to compare him to top people, but like he has the ability to be that speed, you know, slant, you know, quick wide receiver that, that all NFL teams are looking for. Um, he, he's very hard in his cuts and, uh, you know, Darius Slayton's a huge loser. Sterling Shepard's a huge, huge loser. Uh, yeah. I think Ingram's a loser because of bringing him in. I think Daniel Jones is more apt to be able to pass to a guy like Kadarius Tony than he is ever going to pass to a long ball guy. Yeah, he joins a, a very, very crowded wide receiver room. Um, I mean, e- even further down the line, John Ross, massive loser. He joined the Giants thinking he, maybe maybe he had a role there. Dante Pettis joined the Giants thinking maybe he could get some reps. Dante Pettis. Like, <laughs> How dare you say those this? Guys, those guys are all probably. But go all, go all the way down the board. And like These guys joined the team thinking. John like, Ross okay, well, being the it's, team it's, for special teams. He goes, okay, well, it's like Sterling Shepard and uh, Darius Slayton. And then Galladay signs. And then they uh, draft Kadarius Tony. It's like, these wide receivers are like, damn, well, yeah, too They cool. wanted to turn that whole thing. And now they thing. want yeah. to bring Kelvin Benjamin's Queen Latifah looking ass in. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that they were prime candidate to draft a receiver in the first round yeah I think, and they moved down and they so got tony i want to say i great. had them taking Devonte smith if he dropped to them uh, well they traded down Waddle yeah, yeah so. Devonte yeah. smith they actually wanted him the the cowboys got wind of that traded it to the eagles and then the eagles got smith mm-hmm. classic eagles classic nfc east love it debauchery uh the new york jets actually had a solid draft i know i hate it remember i was I like, hate it <laughs> I, I forget what i did in my write-up i said something like Oh, maybe this is the beginning of uh, the Jets drafting like intelligent, like an intelligent team. And I said, "LOL." Sometimes they say crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this across the board, fantastic draft. I know we don't talk about defense and um, offensive line very often, but Zach Wilson, quarterback, nailed it. Uh, I, I still think they should have gone Fields, but I, you can't hate on the Wilson pick all, at all. Yeah. Elijah Vera Tucker, fantastic. You needed offensive line, you nailed it. Elijah Moore, great wide receiver. Michael Carter, good running back at the value. You got him at pick one hundred and seven. Then you went safety, safety to replace what you lost with Jamal Adams. Cornerback, you shored up your secondary. You went another safety. Like, wonderful draft. Yep. Yeah. I There's think other guys I don't want to talk about. And, and I, well, I think from, from like, if we double back on, like, fantasy, it was like, they, so they picked Zach Wilson. And I think everybody in the Mims camp go, thank God Mims has a quarterback. You know, and when they brought Tevin Coleman in, everybody goes, Tevin Coleman finally has a, a backfield to himself. And here come the Jets taking we all Elijah Moore right? and Michael Carter <laughs> in the draft. Yeah. And it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Yeah. here we go. So, you yeah. Know? It's crowded everywhere. It's a lot of... Crowder. Yeah. It's Crowder. Crowder everywhere. everywhere. Crowder, I think, is a massive loser. I think he's going to be cut. He's the he's the biggest loser. Well, at his $10 million he, price tag or $12 million price yes. tag? Yeah, and, yes, they, and there's... Yeah, but it's not... Um, they can't, like, cut for savings that much we looked it up before it's like they would only save like two mil i think i still think it's cut i mean they could if they really said that they wanted to be bad and get all their young rookies in i mean they because you know more mims they're both you know one and two year guys and then uh, Corey davis is the new one and then uh they they did bring someone else in but 
they, they Michael Carter is 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 also another one that I think if they cut him, they only owe him a million bucks against the cap. Okay, so I said so I had it opposite. You'll save yeah. they'll save ten million dollars to cut him. Carter is is no. gone. So I I, I don't think he's gone though. You could cut him and re-sign him for half as much money for well, a year. He's not going to go there. He's going to go to a team yeah. where he can win. Yeah, I don't think that he'd re-sign with the team, especially you, you especially the can win. Yeah, dude, Crowder um, would be a perfect guy with the Patriots. Yeah, yeah let's just keep Man. getting all these slack guys. Patriots. <laughs> um, all right, but Philadelphia. I, well, you, sorry. I was just going to say we didn't talk much about Michael Carter. He is in the first round conversation for most dynasty drafts because he is a running back on that a team has an opportunity. Is needed team yes. linked up with Robert Sala. Right, which is huge. They, and the in the offensive uh, run, uh, pass game coordinator for San Francisco is now their offensive coordinator. So everything from San Francisco got moved over to there. And like, I want to keep making this point just as many times as I can make it publicly. Like, I don't know, even with Sala and the offensive coordinator, that the San Francisco offense automatically translates. Like, Sala could have the directive and say, like, no, no, no we're gonna bomb this shit. Like, it could it could very well happen. Like, this is not his offensive directive. He wants to go a different direction than Shanahan ever has. But I don't think he would have brought the offensive coordinator on if that was the case. Very interesting. I'm just not immediately buying into every running back has value in New York. Like, it's going to be San Francisco, you know, San Francisco of the East Coast. But, you know, dollars to donuts, I'd probably take that bet. I mean, Tevin Coleman might get hurt, too. So there's also- I will no, bet that yeah, if I'm that was a problem. Well, well, so they so they doubled down with the whole bring in the San Francisco offensive coordinator and then bring in a San Francisco running back. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, yep. So Philadelphia uh, screwed up their draft again and drafted <laughs> another wide receiver in the first round. Um, I love that. Pick. I love Devontae. Which I, I mean, sure, do it. Say what you will, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly shocked they did not take a quarterback. I really thought that there was a chance that they were going to take a quarterback. Same. Um, but they they took De, uh, Devontae Smith. I mean, they led the league in sacks last year. So, yeah, fantastic pick. Let's get another small, teeny wide receiver to run down the field while Jalen Hurts. I hate the Eagles. Somebody else talk about them. I, I hate them. So, Devontae Smith instantly fills the same role that Jalen Rieger fills, which is like, okay. Oh, great. You got two guys who you can, guys can you run know. the same routes. and then <laughs> Two small guys. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I think, honestly, one of the biggest winners is probably Dallas Goddard. Like, Zach Ertz, if he doesn't leave town and he actually decides to play there. But Dallas Goddard should be the guy that's going to run a lot of big man routes. And yeah. he should be heavily focused on as uh, Devontae Smith and Jalen Rieger just fly down the field at full speed. Yeah. And, well, and Devontae Smith runs away from every single person on the field because he can't get yards after catch because if he gets tackled, he might die because he was 165 pounds. <laughs> yeah. He's, and, he's so small. Yeah. The big, yeah, teeny. He's he's my small. freshman high school weight. So they did they did get a weight on him at a pro day. I found out the other day. Yeah, once, and it was it was less than what he was originally listed as one seventy five. They they got him at like one sixty six. I think I said saw one sixty six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, he was that like is, like what six feet one sixty six. That's I was yeah. like which is probably eighth grade. He's a twig. String beans. <laughs> yeah. String bean. That is so tiny. I like the Kenneth Gainwell pick a lot more. Than the Devontae Smith. I, I, I don't now because don't the, the like whole Karen Johnson pick. claim. Like, why do they claim Karen True, Johnson? But, but had no, we done no this sense. before the Karen Johnson? Yes. So Boston Scott's a loser. Yes. Either way. Yes, yeah. he is. We knew that already. I mean, they yeah. also brought in like Miles Jordan Sanders Howard, is a loser like, for just, bringing in multiple oh, backs. Jordan Howard just a annoying. Yeah, he's like, just stepbrother. Like, hey man, I'm pretty good. Like. <laughs> Can I apply it? Yeah, you can. Dude, like, this organization it backwards. This organization stinks of just someone who doesn't I love know how what to do. They re-signed him last year. I think, oh, you know what? 
Let's resign this guy for a third time. Let's do it. Yeah. It feels like Doug, like well, not Doug Peterson because he he's, ran he's a thousand yards it. once. It feels like the Philadelphia Eagles front office is just playing Madden. Like we're drafting fast guys, and that's it. Yeah. And we're gonna draft and 100 running backs. Jordan Howard. And Jordan Howard. <laughs> oh, dude, this guy was the Heisman. Sick. Like, our team is good now. Josh, let's bring oh, Tim right. Tebow. I, <laughs> yeah, we we can move on in a second. Yes. I did just want to double back on the Miles Sanders thing because we were kind of talking about this like yep. earlier in the Slack channel. Like they've. They brought in two running backs now, and they drafted a running back. If that isn't the writing on the wall, it's not even brought in. They claimed Miles Sanders. They claimed uh, yeah, it. Kerry, so Kerry we can't. They claimed oh yeah, yeah, Kerry yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Which is which is massive when you think about it. When the Dolphins had a claim for like, like teams had claims in forum, and Eagles, you know, had the higher waiver, and they got him. Like, why the hell do they need a six RB? Like, it, 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 it makes no sense. Like, Nothing. he's a fantastic pass blocker and but you drafted Gainwell like early like he's the pass catcher for the team now like I, I don't get it and I don't know if that's like maybe they know something about Miles Sanders we don't maybe he has an injury maybe he's he's, he's not he rehab he was a bit of a head case yeah we don't know maybe yes. maybe well, it's a personality thing but like his talent on the field has been fine more more or less he's got no for um, wide open touchdowns he, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's dropped a couple balls I but he's put, had no blocking yeah. The, yeah. I mean the Philadelphia Eagles line has yeah. been a I'm a big Sanders years. guy but I could put you a montage together like the, the Kalen Balazs one of, yeah. of Wentz's throws that are dropped yeah but even I, so you remove him as the pass catching back you say okay we got another guy for that you don't need 10 guys for it no, you yeah. but like yeah. he should still have value as the running back but it doesn't seem like it. Does, nothing they've done indicates that that's how they feel to me. No, which is that's troubling. That's yeah. Um, it, it's something we're gonna watch and probably talk. The Philadelphia Eagles are fucking morons. I mean, their entire organization is a joke. So, so uh, not put too much thought into it. Pittsburgh Steelers took the first running back, so they took Najee Harris yeah. at pick twenty four. Me and Tom wants we money. Made, we made like fifty bucks <laughs> well, on it, yeah. forty five dollars. So when we did our our mocks, that was all right. Pick one, Lawrence. <laughs> pick two, Zach Wilson. Pick twenty four, Najee. Like the, the made three, three picks. Like these are the three obvious picks, and then out of that, it's kind of like a mind right. fuck. Right. Um. So I mean, Benny Snell, Anthony McFarland, they're they're whatever. They're not going to be there. Um. If we just talk about Najee for a second, like this now gives them the opportunity to sustain drives. You now actually have an actual running back threat. Maybe they run the ball more. Maybe that means there's less passing plays for the three wide receivers. Like, so Najee Harris does add, I think, a lot more to this team than visibly being able to see right now. And then saying, "Well, Benny Snell and Anthony McFarland are losers." Like, a wide receiver could be a loser. Like, yeah, uh, you know, that's a double-edged sword. Like, like always. Like, yes, they're right. a loser in the sense that he's going to touch the ball more, but yes, they're a winner in the sense that he's going to open space for him. Exactly. Well, exa- exactly. That's what I mean. So yeah. I think there's some stuff there that we'll have to think through. Um, but anyway, that happened. Um, San Francisco. I didn't want to go on yet. I want to talk about Pat Fireman. Oh. oh I, I'm going to say baby, baby Gronk. Okay. Well, no, I just yeah. mean fantastic replacement for Vance McDonald, who is sneaky yes. retired. Um, there, a lot of people look at him as a Heath Miller type that the Steelers thrive with for years and years and years. And that's way more yeah. athletic great, than Heath Miller. Great blocking tight Eric Ebron um, was dropping he, he a struggled. lot of passes in, in the – in the end zone, yeah. So I mean, like you, you know, you like Firebooth is that. a is a good late round pick, not in redraft at all, but in dynasty. No. If you're gonna stash somebody and see what happens, stash no him. problem with you yep. stashing him in the third or fourth round. Yeah, he's not gonna come on this year, but there's down the line, there's a real possibility that. That being said, an Ebron injury Ooh. away from being the number one guy there, and he right. can block like a son of a bitch. 
Uh, all right, so let's we'll jump over to uh, 49ers. So <laughs> 49ers take Trey Lance. Right? Huh, who saw after, who that after, saw that coming? After the smoke screen of uh, of we Mac Jones. Shotgun bet. Um, <laughs> so they draft Trey Lance. They draft Trey Sermon as well. Um, I know nothing about yeah, Elijah Mitchell, so screw that guy. Uh, <laughs> he's so not bad. He's still he a decent. Bad. No, he, he isn't bad. Which right, is why well, we would should talk about Trey Lance, Trey Sermon, though. Right? Yes, we should. Yeah, yes. just love okay. guys named Trey because <laughs> Trey Sermon's better than Elijah. The Niners Mitchell. are actually looking into yes. a trade with the Atlanta Hawks for Trey Young. We just want all the trades, man. Yeah, so uh, Jimmy Trey, you got to change your name now, if you want to stay on the team. Now they have already come <laughs> out and said that, that Jimmy G is their guy for this year. Yeah, that, that's complete I mean, bullshit. That, I mean, well, I, I believe that as much bullshit. as I believe I mean, they're looking at Mac Jones. We we are <laughs> not right. the book burners here, but um, Vegas has Jimmy G favored to start Week One. Yeah, that's a. I mean, I'll take that. I, I, I would it. I would bet he starts Week One. I, I would mean, I would think so too. Until like Week Four when he gets hurt. Yeah. And Trey Lance has to come in, and he becomes Deshaun Watson his I will, first year. I will not take the four-week bet, Trey Lance versus Jimmy G with you. Not, <laughs> not this year. But like, like you said, Jimmy G is going to get hurt. It's, it's not if, it's when. And right. then Trey Lance is in, and Trey Lance probably plays well enough to take the job. I mean, oh, forever. Ten, ten-year, ten-year quarterback. Yeah. Massive loser, Mostert and Jeff. Wilson after they, they take losers. huge losers at like 80, Raheem Mostert I mean Mostert is what 20, 28 or 29 years old yeah he's done uh, yeah huge losers for those two and that and that it's just what the San Francisco way and yeah. Jeff, one left Matt Breida left and Jeff Breida Wilson is I love how they his dr- role his they got Sherman and then so like consistent. yeah I'll take Elijah Mitchell who's yeah. still a decent running back yeah, wait we got Michael Hasty but we still need Five on the roster. Oh, yes, let's five. get the sixth. <laughs> That's what Mike do. He, he, he might be six or five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he might. Be. Which by week three, by week one. I don't know. Yeah. Massey. Well, I mean, but they, they still got McKinnon. So I think Jeff Wilson so is the guy. No, nope, they do not. McKinnon's on the anyway. Chiefs. Oh, all right. I missed that transaction. Not that it's relevant. But <laughs> nope. He'll be coming. Um, yeah, I I do think that Raheem Mostert might be like the second biggest loser. I think out of the whole draft after James Robinson, like I'm trying to think. Yeah, of you can say James one. Robinson, like, Melvin Gordon, but I think Mostert more than. I mean, Mostert. Gordon you're talking Mostert's year. dropping like double oh. digit in my ranks. Yeah, well, like and Mostert, Mostert drops way wasn't more ranked Wilson. high before. Oh, Wilson will hold his role. Like that's, Wilson, yeah. he's hold he's held yeah. it through. Yeah, bigger because it wasn't these guys. Because it really wasn't that much before. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I don't think Wilson. He was is what we that. thought he was. <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think it's going to be interesting with Trey Sermon there. Uh, Seahawks really didn't do anything. Yeah, care. Um, no, no, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is, is, this was is a, a very surprise pick. pick. This was yeah, a second like, round it pick. Doesn't, but again, but it doesn't impact surprised. like Metcalf or Lockett. I think it does. Okay. I think it absolutely right. does. DK David Metcalf Moore. gets worse because he, they he will. Well. That's what I'm saying. That's who he is. He's the new He's the new Phil Dorsett. No, he's better than both. He's absolutely better than Bill Dorsett's a former first round pick. So I don't care. Where's your logic? Dwayne, Dwayne he's a Askridge, second rounder. Yeah, he's <laughs> ask the Colts. I like Dwayne Askridge as a wide receiver. I think he's a great. I think he's a great oh, he's wide fantastic. receiver. I think he's absolutely fantastic, and I think it helps out their passing game I a lot. Just wish he was Dwayne the Rock Johnson. That's I, all I'm saying. I think that a little bit. I'm not talking 20, 30 targets come away from one of the other wide receivers, but there will be no more growth from what there was last year for DK and Tyler Lockett. Like oh, that's so they won't be better than wide receiver ones? Oh, bummer. Well, well, I mean, Lockett was like nine. DK was, what, six maybe? Like, I don't, obviously, yes, they're at the top. Very good. But what I'm saying is, is like, there's, there's like, D, people think DK are going to be number one. Like, that's not going to happen. I just don't know how many more looks there are to go around. Like, DK and 
Tyler Lockett say they say stay say they stayed the same at five ish and ten ish. How many more looks do you have at wide receiver? No, Russell no, no. Wilson's only throwing the ball forty times a game. That's fine. I mean, they did lose Greg, Greg Wilson. Uh, Greg Olson. Like they have like a tight end issue. So like they you know, do have a tight end issue. So it's just I, got I a loose end. Joe Leopard. I I beg of people to look into Eskridge. I think he's a good player. I think he should be on fantasy teams. Is his name Eskridge or Elkridge? So it's Eskridge. So no, it's he Eskridge. went. Yeah. He went so in in the late second teams. in my dynasty draft last week, which I was. Late second. Piss, I didn't have a late second. I'm like, oh damn, I would have taken the guy hand. He went late second. See, I was I'm kinda eyeing him for some for like the third. <laughs> oh, and this is a ten person league. <laughs> oh. No, not our dynasty league. Not in our dynasty league, All right. I keep doing my math with ten or twelve in our league, and I'm like, we have fourteen guys. Yeah, we have I need to have like forty people to have my third rounders. Your your three oh one in our league is is a fourth round pick in like every other league. Yep. Um, all right, Tampa Bay, uh, they drafted a quarterback and a Cal- wide receiver, and we don't Cal care. Trask. They didn't this draft They didn't draft a running back. That is big, because they were talking about, like, they were. ETN. Oh, my God, my Javon takes. Javante, yeah, they were talking about mm-hmm. a top running back. They Like we said in the Armand draft podcast, they didn't need anyone. They just need fillers, and that's exactly what they did. Yep. Uh, Tennessee Titans... Do Racy not. McMath, let's go. <laughs> yeah, they don't select. There is uh, another any... wide receiver for the Titans. I don't think there okay. was. Yeah, there was. No, there was no. Not yes, there on was. Our it's list. Des Fitzpatrick. Probably not meaningful. So again, Round they four, didn't... he was above Racy McMath. Really? So they My didn't, bad. but they didn't make an, an impactful move that makes us feel afraid that they're going to overtake Josh Reynolds or Anthony Fersker. Josh Reynolds is a is a decent little wide receiver. Fersker proved that he could do it filling in for Jonu last year. So yeah. big bumps to Fersker's both of those guys. Winner. Yeah, Fersker um, is a big one. I mean, yeah, Josh Reynolds winner. is now, like, in my rankings, he's wide receiver three, like, flirting in that area. And and, and that's that's what I mean by winners and losers. Like, Josh Reynolds could have been a wide receiver I was 50. shocked they didn't take a receiver in the first three rounds right i mean yeah, and i think that i think of, that bodes a lot to say about josh reynolds the fact that they didn't bring a guy in a and, team and that like, was very dependent on Corey davis Terrence Marshall fell and they still didn't even take him right um, right and you watch these teams pass up on mm-hmm. wide receivers makes you a little bit more comfortable than some others and their their tight ends coach last year is now their offensive coordinator uh who was a big you know um uh he was being mentored by arthur smith for a while so that could be Anthony Fersker. How, how shitty of a promotion. Hey, listen, we're going to promote you, tight end coach, to offensive coordinator, but like we're going to take away the tight end that made you so good. They currently have well, Nick Westbrook Akini. I mean, Fersker is good, but he's not so John he U, was the rookie I mean? last no. year. Which yeah. is not John U. <laughs> John U came out of nowhere, it's too. It's so early. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Washington football team. I love I, it, their draft. They, could they have drafted a name? <laughs> like Deami Brown is nasty. Dude, Deami Brown. They good. got Dax, my brother. Um, Dax Mill. <laughs> Dax, my brother. <laughs> Dax. Um, uh, say oh, his we, name again. Deami Brown. Deami Brown. Yeah. That reminded me. We we missed Daz Newsom for the for the Bears. I think he's gonna be. Oh, uh, okay. A big threat too. Um, but that's we're way past that. Sorry. Anthony we, we're, Miller yeah. replacement. Um. Yeah. So here's here's another team that I think we were kind. I, in my personal opinion, I could have thought that they they could have been in the market for running back. They didn't, and they it. So Antonio Gibson wins. Um. I don't know know who actually put this here, and I'm assuming whoever put it here had the same thought that I did. 
Um, the Sims boys are losers, though, because they pick Diame Brown. The Sims had a yeah. clear path to the wide receiver three role. It was going to be Terry McLaurin dethroned. It's not going to be Curtis Samuel dethroned. It was going to I be mean, the, the wide receiver three spot up for grabs. So Sims or Diami Brown. Now they have competition. That's can, why we put them in, or I put them in as losers. Few other guys there, too. Can we also just seriously consider the Pierre fact Garcon. that mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzmagic is going to start one through six, 18. Ryan Fitzmagic oh. is like there's no winner. there's no two behind him. Winner. Like he is the starter. Gandy Golden all here next year. Antonio Gandy oh, Golden. Yep. Harm, uh, Kelvin Harmon. He's on Isaiah a four year Wright. deal. But the time the I'm not. I'm not shitting you. I'm putting him on a four year deal immediately. Adam Humphreys. Oh. Fitzmagic is yes, one of the biggest Humphreys, w- no, yeah. winners. Those are my guys. Up but I don't think I don't think Adam Humphreys is yeah. out of concussion Humphreys. protocol. Yet. I mean, he's he's a winner in the off season, right? He's not a winner just because of the draft. I don't think. But I don't know. But but like they could have e- easily taken like a Kellen Mond or oh or yeah, no, someone. that was a and big they, thing. And the football they didn't team take getting a anyone. They took anyone. Washington football it. team was rumored to try and trade ahead of the Patriots for Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Who? I even didn't mind their pick of of John Bates at tight end. I mean to to. You have what, did I cut you off? No, I said who? You, oh, he's yeah. just shaking himself at a joke that was my funny buddy years Mike ago. Jones is gonna hate this Matt Jones pick. There's this entire he year. hates Mike Jones. Who? Mike Sorry. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, John Bates at tight end. I think that's a fantastic pick with Logan Thomas being good last year. But who knows how long it lasts? Who knows how long he plays? Who knows how long he stays there? Especially stays there effectively. John Bates is a, is a good fill in at 124. You didn't spend a lot of capital on him. And you need a second tight Almost like in the NFL of today, you need two tight ends. Yeah, right. Just for, yeah. NFL. Just in yeah. general. Um, all right. Well, that rounds out all 32 teams. All the picks, kind of our thoughts, who wins, who lost from the draft. Um, all right. So coming up, coming up of the next weeks, we're going to have rookie rankings. I would imagine that's going to be pretty quick for us to put together who who we have in certain positions. We have divisional previews. It does. My rookie ranking is going to be a question. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that'll end up being a little later down the line. We have divisional previews coming up. Um, if you didn't listen in last year, basically we go through and say, hey, uh, you know, uh, Will Fuller left the Texans and that frees up 150 different targets. This is who they brought in. This is how it's probably going to be distributed. So there's a podcast per division. Uh, we'll have a rankings podcast for the rookies. I'm sure we'll have some dy- some more dynasty uh, stuff. And then we'll probably start doing some rookie mock drafts just to see how that stuff goes so everybody gets a feeling mm-hmm. for that. Um, so, I mean, stay stay looking out for all that. We're also still looking for people for the Listener League, I believe. Yeah, I mean, we've been in too many like, promotions. And it's still kind of early. We have like uh, three people in now. Jay Thorpe, Rob Stone. Um I don't know. Why are you looking at me? I don't know. <laughs> no. Mah- Mahoney um, wants Troll it. from under the bridge? No, no, no yeah. yeah. Right. So actually, we, have uh, to, we have two people that we're on we know our of third and listener third. league. Listen, uh, it's a hot commodity. <laughs> it is. Um, but we, anyway, I mean, stay tuned for all that if you if you make it to the end. So uh, anyway, I think, I mean, I don't know if anybody else has anything else. No. Uh, anything. I don't think I forgot anything. I mean, we're doing some shots after this, right? Yeah. Tweet, tweet, tweet us. us. Yeah, Twitter, yeah. Instagram, we'll, Facebook. Yep. I mean, tweeted us like if we missed a winner or loser in this draft, tweeted us, message us, and you'll have a strong shot to be in in the league. Please tell us Dow's is wrong, and he'll yeah. go ahead off on you on yeah. Twitter. Yeah. Or if you don't believe oh, us, scream at you, you know, you, you know, say that, say that, you know, what we said was wrong. Like Pat 
Firemuth is not going to be the best tight end in in, in the league. <gasps> Talk about how much we uh, we love the uh, Houston Texans picks. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We, if, yeah, we should... if for some reason you like the Texans, please tweet us because we're going to be bashing for the whole year. Yes. Yeah. Well, them and, the, and we'll bash you, the but you'll be in the league. You'll be uh, the league. where you can win. <laughs> Maybe a Texans jersey. They're probably giving those away for free. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, um, we should search. We that should do. Today. We should do this with a poll: James Robinson or Travis Etienne when we post Ooh, this on Twitter. That is really good. That's what we need to do. No, I think that's the, what I would like to. Hear I think about. Travis Etienne or J- or Javante is a better poll. <gasps> Yeah, right. Dynasty sure. rankings, yeah, dynasty well, rankings. Because like, I, I mean, I mean, that conversation. So is, I was is in two dynasty drafts last weekend. Each time. Javante was taken well, well before, well before Travis Etienne, yeah, which is crazy, crazy because, in my opinion, and like, I was the Etienne only one, one. So I was on Tom like it's a better argument to say Etienne or Najee Harris at one one than Javante or Etienne at four or five or six. Like, right. like I think that's an easier conversation, but apparently I I, I'm I'm completely wrong. I, I, I was hey, shocked. You like see the pick and try to like bash on your league mates, and then like everybody bashes on you back. No, nope. like, wait, what is happening? I, was I thought the, we were all going to be on the same page. I was the o- I was the only one. I'm like, <laughs> I, I want Tom here right now. Backfired. I'll see myself out. I, it just I'm, I'm just gonna quit the league. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I don't I don't I don't see where the this is where I park my car. Anyway, these are these are the type of discussions we want to have on Twitter. So Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Head over to the website TopShelfFantasy.com. Top Shell Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay Thank <laughs> you.